Hey there, the listener, it's time to go fast today with Jeb the Hedgehog. Hello. And going fast as well is Fox the Hedgehog. <laughs> the two-tailed hedgehog. And finally, I'm the least liked of all the mascot characters, Talon the Hedgehog with a gun. It's been a week. If you were the least liked character, you'd be Talon the Big Hedgehog. <laughs> hey, oh, big, me, big Big the hype. The best Sonic the character. <laughs> big gets hype for the same reason Waluigi gets hype. Because we hate him so much, it's become funny. Big pops at GDQ. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Big is myself. Big is me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, like, ten years ago, it was the civilized world justifiably hates Waluigi. Now he's kind of our boy. <laughs> we love to root for an underdog. Yeah. And it's always Waluigi time. <laughs> okay yeah we we may have been watching a lot of gdq i'm gonna have to title then this episode as like the uh waluigi x big the cat otp right (laughs) waluigi the hedgehog look i'm not gonna fight you on that front (laughs) all right um as far as games i've played this week i mostly haven't played any games i've been making stuff instead which is you know i'm allowed but professor i also did put together my dark souls 2 i did put together my dark souls 2 diary which is available on my blog because it would just be me relating stuff i did in a video game for half an hour so i figured uh best best to put that somewhere you can only go see it if you want to go see it well, granted, did, did, the, the, listening to this podcast is something people only do if they want to. That's true. Do you have the technology to embed an image in it? Yeah. I just want to see a, a Dark Souls diary cover in the style of, like, a you know, my secret diary cover. <laughs> Good Dark Souls unicorns. <laughs> I don't know, skeletons with, try out skeletons with rainbows. And... Um, Dark Souls 2 has unicorns, these great big wintry motherfuckers. They're terrifying. There you go. You can't have a diary if it's not covered in unicorn stars and rainbows. We shall look into this. Yes. Uh, and what about you, Jim? Uh, uh, I haven't played Star Ocean 3. <laughs> Continuing on our conversation earlier in the week about the existence of and allowability of mediocre art. Star Ocean 3 is probably the second best Star Ocean game. That's it's, not saying anything. That's not saying it's, anything at all. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking of a later one that you were telling us about earlier, aren't I? Uh, which one are you, th- which one are you referring to? I believe it's centered around, like, a superpower child. That's five. That's five, okay. That, that is somehow worse than, than three and four and one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, that's not exactly an unusual trend for late series JRPGs to be worse than the earlier ones. Just putting it out there. Um, yeah, Star Ocean 3 is not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It does some real bad stuff. Uh, there's a there's a mechanic in it where uh, you get rewarded for exploring the map. Sure, why not? It's neat, right? Right? That yeah. sounds okay. Okay. Sure. Um, it's for exploring 100% of the map in a given area. Okay. Right. And it's uh, it's tracked by steps, not um, not like the explore uncovering the mini map. Oh no. So this is like. If, if if you don't like walk on the edge of every square, or are we talking like and you have to touch every pixel on the map? You have to move your hitbox over all of the map, like Eesh. like you're like you're mowing the lawn. <laughs> 
Because that sounds like exploration, right? That's how exploration Just works. Tracking back and forth until you're pretty sure you've stepped on every blade of grass. But even looking for no, but no, you don't have to be pretty sure of it because it has an on-screen meter for that. <laughs> it will tell you that you have explored ninety-nine point seven nine percent of the map. <laughs> Yeah, but like you don't know where the remaining point, whatever, I can't do math percent is, right? Exactly. Cool, cool. That's what I thought. Not only, not only that, not only that, you don't know if the rest of the map is something you can even access right now. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so this whole thing is like looking for your contacts in a sports field. <laughs> Basically. Basically. Oh, man. By the way, the main character's name is Fate Line God. Wow. And I made fun of Chaz. <laughs> fate. Oh my boy. god. By the way, fate is spelled F-A-Y-T. No! <laughs> Here is Lance Cool Guy. No, no. If Lion God also has a Y, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's like you'd expect. It's L-E-I-N-G-O-D. <laughs> One more character name for you. Cliff Fitter. Cliff Fitter. Cliff Fitter. <laughs> He's in porn, right? <laughs> That's a type of dish they eat in the Appalachians, isn't it? Uh, sure. Sure, Talon. Sure. That's what it is. Don't look it up. You already know. You don't need to look it up. <laughs> so, so that's, that's a fritter. Anyways, done now. What about you, Fox? Have you been playing any video games lately? <laughs> he says knowingly. Well, not until last night, because Talon got me Momodora, which so is sorry. a beautiful side-scrolling <laughs> pixel action game. It's lovely, and you play a priestess who uh, who beats up monsters with a leaf, a magical enchanted leaf, and it hates me. <laughs> It's just really hot. Yeah. I learned something about Momodora this morning that I decided to wait till the podcast to share with you. You know how the bosses are super duper hard? I do. I've noticed. If you kill them without taking any damage, you get a special item. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, isn't, like, there's a mode where you just can't take damage. Yeah, yeah. And after playing it for a bit, I'm like, I totally understand that mode, because at the beginning you can take, like, two hits anyway, so... You might it's as not well really just... much of an adjustment. Yeah. But yes, uh, Fox, Fox's playing of Momodora in the uh, other room. Was, uh... <laughs> in the other room, he says. In the bathtub, be honest. <laughs> yeah, Fox Now is... you all have to visualize it. <laughs> Fox was playing. But fortunately, most of you only know me as a munchlax, so that will work out <laughs> fine. Imagine three munchlax sitting in a bubble bath, slap fighting over the controller. <laughs> <laughs> That's about how hard it was. <laughs> really pretty game i came in to watch for a bit just because it's a really good looking game it was kind of hilarious when i loaded it up because being in the other room i'm gonna call it that now <laughs> the other uh, i room. was using my laptop but my laptop now is a convertible tablet and because i don't fuck about it's a really good convertible tablet <laughs> with just just god resolution <laughs> I haven't seen one with a higher resolution, let's put it that way. Mm. And so what did Momodora look like on that screen? Like a GBA emulator? Like a postage stamp. It's so cute! <laughs> Fortunately, you can full screen it and still looks superb. It was like your monitor had done fan art on itself. But yeah, it was so cute. I almost played it in a tiny window like that just because it looks so good. <laughs> but yes, and that's pretty much the game roundup. Do we want to do a retro gaming news? I got a good one. I mean, if we don't do a retro gaming news, we're done. So Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, hey, the listener, would you like a few more minutes? Yeah, you would. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. 
do we, like, uh, we, do we have a topic? No, not really? Okay. Just cut there and play Little Spanish Fleet. <laughs> Just over and over and over again, steadily increasing in intensity. No, the organ look, grinder look, music. Look, 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 look <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listener, I, listener, I will explain to you the, the reason why we're rushing through this podcast is my desk is currently falling apart, literally on <laughs> So we're trying to get this done as fast as possible. If Jeff goes quiet halfway through, don't worry. We have alerted the emergency response team. And if you, the listener, would like to help to contribute to our Patreon to buy Jeb a desk, <laughs> I am, you know, shilling hard here. <laughs> anyway, so now it's time for... And now it's time for Reframing News. All the news that's fit to print for the month of May 2001. Where do you buy Jeb's desk? Because it's not busy being a desk right now. Brought to you by the other room. <laughs> if I was feeling really smart, I'd get like Twin Peaks style back masking talk of Fox saying, brought to you by the other room. But I can't be about good to do that. Um, all right. So 2001, the N64 is a live console, but so is the Dreamcast and so is the PlayStation 2. Uh, Game Boy Color is also an option, so you know. Oh, and the GBA. So this is a this is a heck of a time to be alive. <laughs> this Fox's golden years. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the month of May, we saw the release Wait, of Golden Years is when you're old. Golden Days is when you were young. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> is, is the, uh... Everything takes longer when you're old. <laughs> Isn't the original Xbox out at this time as well? Uh, you, it's eva- it's in the columns, but it's also not showing up for any of these games. So none of these are Xbox <laughs> games. So it might- this year, it's, perhaps, but not. It, it exists, uh, yeah. but nobody gave a shit. <laughs> well, it, it, the Xbox might not actually exist until later in this year. So that might be why it's on the table, but not lit up. Um, first things first, we have a sequel to a Nintendo property, a well-loved Nintendo property that every single time I try and describe it in an interesting way, and Jeb goes, fuck you, that game's great, and I mess it up. <laughs> is it a uh, like a sequel or it's an sequel. entry in a franchise? It's a sequel that is also itself an entry in a franchise. Like, there is the the overall Nintendo oeuvre, and this is one of the types of games they make. Well, this is a Mario oh, okay. Party. Yeah, it's Mario Party. Uh, Mario yeah, Party fuck 3. fuck you, those games are great. <laughs> What? I kind of implied they were. Next up, we have a game about taking on people, uh, delivering them to the location, getting their fare, and crazy you- taxi. Yes, Fox uh, knows Dreamcast. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have, and this is amazing. I didn't know this game existed until this. We have a Japanese game uh, on the Dreamcast by uh, uh, Takami and published by Capcom on Sega's Naomi arcade system and then ported to the Dreamcast. Yeah. Right? This game is notable for both its excessive scores and using a horizontally aligned monitor instead of a vertical monitor for a shooter. Notably, the scores routinely go into the quintillions. Oh, um... I keep wanting to say yeah, Karuga, but it's not that. It's, a, it's, it's not, not a Karuga. No, it's a it's a it's a bullet hell. It's a shmup. Yeah, yeah. It's it's genre is according to Wikipedia, manic <laughs> shooter. Nice. Yeah. Um, the Dreamcast version added score attack mode, four player gallery mode, online ranking features, and the online ranking service wasn't ended until the end of December two thousand and three at noon. <laughs> noon. They specified That's noon. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack was released on CD, bundled with the or- with the soundtrack to Mars Matrix, both composed by the Japanese composer Yashiki Kaminishi. Uh, the music is exclusively orchestral. Yeah, I just oh, don't know God. this one. I wish I did, but 
Okay, it's called Giga Wing 2. Okay. There's no way I would have gotten that. The most generic of shmup names. But the, the thing is, you, you want names? You want to hear the names of the cast of this game? Sure. You can pilot the Kingfisher by by uh, CPR? C- what's CPR? Corporal? CPR? Oh, it's a rank. It's a rank. <laughs> CPR. It's a medical technique, Talon. What are you talking about? Uh, Kingfisher, piloted by, let's say, Corporal Kurt Ashinagakura. Sparrow, piloted by Sergeant Romy Seneca. Raven, piloted by Limi Seneca. These aren't funny. Stork. These are fine. Piloted by Special Ops Agent Cherry AD2000P. <laughs> so one of them's a robot. Albatross, piloted by, piloted by Sergeant Mega Largo Geisel. <laughs> and then the unlockable characters, which include Stranger, which was the standard form of the original game's villain, and Wilderstand, which was the full unlockable version of the first game's protagonist, who was named Stuck. Stuck. <laughs> stuck. Okay. Not Stork. They were very explicit. It wasn't Stork. It, it was, was Stuck. stuck. <laughs> Uh, it could be Blackjack or something. <laughs> if it's called Villaston. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have a uh, a fighting game <laughs> in a franchise. It's technically a sequel, but it's not named like it's a sequel. Um, it's uh, it was originally released as an arcade game in 2000 and ported to the Dreamcast during the following year because the Dreamcast had the grunt to do that. <laughs> Damn it! You keep doing arcade ports. I know. Like this, this Soul Calibur two or Soul Calibur? No. No, this was this was um not not a Soul Calibur game. This I tell you what, Fox. This game is notable for having a hot girl who wears a biker helmet and uh has a chain. Oh, uh, Rival Schools. Yes, uh, this is this Which is which uh, is called what in Japan again? I can't remember. Okay, so the name of the game in English, this one is Project Justice. Yep. The Japanese name is Muro Justice Gakuen, which is Burn Justice Academy. Justice Academy, Which yeah. is fucking awesome. Yes. All right. Next up, we have a tie-in game, because these are always so good. Uh, okay, 2001. Unless it's Spider-Man 2. No. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on to that thought there, Jeb. What'd you say, Jeb? I said Spider-Man 2. No. Mm. Oh. oh, yeah. It is that kind of vintage, isn't it? Hang on to that one. Because this is for a Disney movie, and it's on the Lithtech engine, which Ugh. some may remember is the engine used for Blood 2. I should definitely know this. You I, should. I know Disney movies. Um, okay, 2000 was, this was right when we, um, there, okay, there was Fantasia 2000, and then there were two movies in a row where the protagonist looked like you. Yeah. Um, so it's either Treasure Planet or Atlantis. It's not Treasure Planet. It's Atlantis? <laughs> it's Atlantis. Okay. Disney made an Atlantis first person shooter good. on the Lithtech engine. Good. <laughs> oh, no, not good. No, that sounds great. That would be a fantastic game to make, like, an adventure game out of. <laughs> no, but like you have the, either... You have the, the Lithtech engine, so... The, the Lithtech engine is a pretty great engine. Yeah, I'm not saying don't make a first-person shooter with that engine. I'm saying don't make a first-person shooter out of Atlantis. <laughs> it's got flying mecha. Yeah, in, in okay. uh, Atlantis... You tell me the there's Atlantis... flying mecha and you're telling me not to make a shooter? Yeah. <laughs> not a first-person shooter. It's Atlantis The Lost Empire Trial by Fire, and the whole game takes place in the sub on the journey to Atlantis. You never get to Atlantis. Ah. <laughs> I'm not saying all tie-ins should follow the plot of the of the 
the original <sighs> product, that's usually a really bad idea. Mm -hmm. But you, you also have to not miss the point entirely. Next up, you we have... probably get to Atlantis in your Atlantis game. You should, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't um, leave the thing the game is named after out of the game. Next up, we have a PS2 port of a PS1 game, which is about the most 1997 sport. Extreme something. Uh, snowboarding. Yes, it's a snowboarding yeah! game. Can you give me a name? Um, what was it on? It was on the PS2 and the PS1. Uh, cool oh, Fuck. It's probably that one. Cool Borders. Nicely done, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. Well done. Next up, we have a game that promised... Ooh, 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 ooh. Is this the one that we saw a speedrun of? And... Yes. <laughs> That's... Oh, uh, what was the guy's name? I can't remember it. <laughs> like, you know, Edge Ice Lord or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not actually that, but... Next up... We have a game that heralded unprecedented control of your environment. After the release of Duke Nukem 3D, this shooter pledged that you would be able to destroy any part of the environment. Was it a lie? No, but it wasn't. Like, there were limits to the truth in this case. <laughs> it was still very impressive. Um, unfortunately, this meant the engine had to do a ton of heavy lifting, and this game came out of the PS2, and if the engine's doing a ton of heavy lifting, the graphics don't get to look that Good. Sure, sure. Red Orcus? Uh, red, red Faction? It's Red Faction, yeah. A, a franchise which, by the way, totally found its way around the point they gave you Thor's fucking hammer. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> red Faction is a really good franchise that had some odd steps. <laughs> my, my favorite one is the, how the most recent Red Faction... It's not a good franchise. Aww. It's so not a good Jeff franchise. There's one appealing game. <laughs> Yeah. You, you just meant like mythologically Thor's hammer, didn't you? No. I, I was imagining. No, it's just a hammer. It's it just is just a hammer. a hammer. But you can tear down anything with it. You can dig holes with this hammer by what just hammering a hole into the ground. Gonna say was like just a hammer, not like the Marvel Universe Thor's hammer, so you don't like grow beautiful girl hair or anything. Oh, no. no. I'm a little bit No, no, you, you play as Steve. Yeah, you are definitely a Steve. Beautiful girl, has Steve? No. Aww. No, just Steve. Next up, boo! We have a car game <laughs> about... Steve the Odinson? We have a car game about picking up people, dropping them off on their locations, and getting fares off them, traveling at high speeds, usually in slightly ridiculous courses. This one's not Crazy Taxi. No, it's Crazy Taxi. Again. Close. What followed Crazy Taxi? Crazy Taxi. Simpsons Hit and yes. Run? <laughs> in the same year? Same month. <laughs> This isn't just like a glorified mission pack. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy yeah. Taxi and Crazy Texan 2 sure. came out in the same month. <laughs> <sighs> this is at least like a like a port, like an English language release thing. Did, or did they originally come out in the same month? I, I do not have that information. Don't have that information, moment. okay. All right. Next up, we have a game where you can play a... Hmm. Look, you can play Michael Myers. Oh, okay. You have to decide if I mean the slasher movie guy or the, let's put it in quotation marks, comedian. The slasher movie guy, because the other guy's Mike Myers. Oh, my bad. I mean, I'm sure they're both Michael, but... This is I man apologize. Huh? No, no. <laughs> this is Shrek. Fairy tale freak down on the Game Boy Color. Oh. Oh, so you got it wrong. I did. <laughs> that you were blameless. Jeb did nothing wrong. Yeah, Jeb did nothing wrong. We have the very first release of probably the most successful match three game of a generation. Yeah, Bejeweled. Bejeweled. Yes. And finally. I assume Jeb got that at the same time as me exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, we have a franchise tie-in game. Uh for a comic book movie. It, oh. Oh, Spider-Man 2! 
Yeah, I said this a while ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, close, though. It's not Spider-Man 2, the uh, PlayStation 2 classic. It's the port of Spider-Man 2, the PlayStation classic. To? The Game Boy Color. Oh. oh. It loses something in the translation. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, that can't be an actual port, right? No. We're just talking about no. another game with the same name. The same branding and right. names, yeah. Because they're not, like, no. that. Yeah, you, you walked into a room and said, we could probably make this work on the GBA. You would be fired. There be is wrong. a Game Boy... There is a Game Boy Color port of Resident Evil, and it works by making all the backgrounds, like, four-color static images. It's pretty fucking incredible. It, it is really amazing that they can get that out of the, the Game Boy Color. It's very impressive. You play it for 30 seconds, and you never want to see it ever again, <laughs> but... I can see how that would work, because, like, the main thing that I have gleaned about Resident Evil now from watching speedruns is that the camera angle changes every, like, two seconds or so. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. static angle, static angle, static angle. Yeah. And that could work. Now, there is one thing hidden in this Game Boy Color game that is, I think, worthy of note. Does anyone is know part? a game called... <laughs> Does anyone know of a game called Bouncing Babies? Yes. That, they're on a tra- well, you're trying to catch them on a trampoline. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, things are falling out of a building and you're trying to catch them in a trampoline and then bounce them into the... Um, into your ambulance. Oh, fire rescue. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, fire rescue is another version of the same thing. Sure, well, it's, you know, it's more fun when babies die. Uh, anyway. Isn't that how video games work? We were hardcore in 2001. So, this game, this Spider-Man game, has a hidden minigame in it that is uh, fire rescue. Except you're not rescuing babies, they're teddy bears, and you're rescuing okay. them with Doc Ock. And oh, Spider-Man are holding a trampoline and running back and forth and bouncing teddy bears into a... But into that, a that, that owns. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I, just, I You know, I just assumed that if there was a trap, like, you'd be making a web and that would be the point of doing yeah. the Spider-Man version of this game. But no! <laughs> Put Sonic in a race car, why not? <laughs> All right. And, and, and just that, like when they put Sonic in a race car, it was great. That would be a fun topic to do sometime, actually. <laughs> the most pointless equipment in video games. All right. Now, I'm going to go let our whiny oh, dog no, Hold on. Thing. We're talk- I mean, like, uh, I think it's like Wizards and Warriors gives you an invisibility item, a visibility potion <laughs> that makes you invisible, to, to makes your character invisible to the player, not to the enemies. The- <laughs> That that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy hearing that back on the edit, aren't I? <laughs> you are. Uh, it was great. Jeb gave his first suggestion for this segment. Excellent. All right then. Uh, so yeah, that's that is a that's a show actually. That's um, a really short did, one, but hey, uh, sorry. It's a real show. Um, Toit. The optimal distribution of your downloadable concept podcast. <laughs> Look. Like I said, my desk is literally falling apart. <laughs> you yeah. work with what you got in the moment we have a, an erosion problem. By the way, uh, didn't get caught in the May section, but eh. Choo Choo Rocket got oh. released. Oh. I would actually have known that. Well, I would have had a chance at knowing that. Choo Choo Rocket was released on your birthday. Oh, isn't that nice? Oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. Like, not today. Not but today, but yeah. In about four days. Yeah. Nonetheless. So- <gasps> we could do a Fox birthday special. We totally could. the next could. cast will be the day after my birthday. Oh, sweet. Mm, I should take over the podcast. You will Again. operate for my amusement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, let, we'll, we'll let Fox run the retro gaming news and see what she has to say. Hey! <laughs> we'll do a research. 
Oh, or just we'll make just it do up. a reverse question style, so you guys still have to do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you could go with um, a citation needed model, which is just I bring up a game and you all have to come up with you know what's in that game. Oh, oh, that oh. can be fun. Yeah, I'll just give you guys something with a ridiculous title, and <laughs> what do you think it is? Okay, so I know everyone's sick and tired of hearing me brag about my, about my students, but one of my students for her project put together a series of podcasts where she takes games she's never heard of uh-huh. that are highly ranked on metacritic uh-huh. takes the um takes the promotional pictures on metacritic that they use for that game <laughs> and then tries to explain the plot of those games oh that's what we we're gonna do wasn't it yeah she that did was this, so this literally is a thing i suggested yeah uh in, in her case the game she took she did this to included half-life halo dark souls bioshock infinite okay so she has the benefit of not playing many video games yep <laughs> that that's definitely fun that'd be like if we got my mom to come on the show and describe what happened in a video game Ooh, d- dreadful, <laughs> um, dreadful you stuff. play gandalf i think uh, <laughs> but he's got a rocket launcher <laughs> gandalf with a rocket launcher is jeb's okay cupid profile name isn't it <laughs> not today not today <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for tuning in, the listener. That was Jeb. That's been Fox. (laughs) And that was Talon. As ever always, this podcast is supported by your kind support on Patreon. We appreciate it greatly, and we will probably be using some of those funds to help Jeb get a desk. Until next time, take care of yourself. Bye. Bye.